another edition of the Batmoon Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Eiley, and I'm here with my co-hosts. Mimi. And Amanda. And also my cat, who wants my attention right now. Say hi. Oh, hi, kitty. She's like, no, I leave now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And this is episode two of season 2.5, between seasons two and three, obviously. And, of course, as always, we have some casting news for you. You may recall in our last episode us remarking that we don't want the CW to bring us Poison Ivy. <laughs> Just the CW bring us Poison Ivy. Just, you know, I love when we predict things we're right about things we don't want to be right about. Yeah. But, like, Bridget Reagan is a cool actress. I really like her in White Collar, so, like, I'm excited. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not familiar, but I've heard good things. Everyone you seems know, excited. I've heard um, good things. She was Peggy Carter, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was um, uh, Dottie. She, yeah, she was Dottie in Agent Carter. Um, she's cool. She Like, I, I could totally see her doing some cool fight scenes whenever that will probably happen. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, maybe this will be, like, the Ryan Wilder thing where, like, the announcement, we're just like, ah, and then, like when we actually see it and we get like another great actress we can be like okay this is super exciting yeah you know what try to be positive yeah <laughs> I, like, I like that let's 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 hope i think they can do this yeah this i mean like they have the talent so it's they kind do. of they on have the writer's room so. do good the cw come on please <laughs> we're not asking for that much like we are but we're not <laughs> I mean, we're probably going to critique anything they do anyway. So yeah, it's kind it's of our jobs. <laughs> All right. So for this episode, uh, this is our part one of our season two retrospective. It was initially going to be one episode, but then I started typing out the notes and I was like, "This is going to be way too long." So <laughs> two parts. Um, and just. So, you know, other episodes that you can look forward to, we are going to have a Batwing character spotlight, a Renee Montoya character spotlight for both comics and media, um, potentially an episode pitch about the uh, Batman trophies, uh, fighting discussion, and about um, probably the Batman comic issues. So uh, lots of good stuff to look forward to. Yeah, we have DC fandom at the end of the month too, right? So maybe yeah. we'll yeah. have like a trailer or something to talk about. Yes, that would be that, that would, that be, would be very nice. <laughs> Season two, fun times. Yeah, so, so much happened. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was looking at like the early plot summaries and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that happened and that happened <laughs> and then that happened. Yeah, when you were talking about Mouse's body, I was like, I feel like that was like 10 years ago, but it was only the beginning of season two. <laughs> what actually happened so much. So, but yeah, 2X01, what happened to Kate Kane? Good question. And it literally doesn't get solved till the end of the season, but. <laughs> not at all. So Kate is missing. Ryan is Batwoman. I am concerned about that bullet wound. That was my, that was my summary. So. <laughs> We had the not Bruce Bruce situation that they yes. like solved in literally an episode. Oh gosh, That's that it. had so much potential. I'm kind of mad that they solved that in an episode. Yeah. It just makes me think that they're never going to give us actual Bruce Wayne because it was just like meh. Like I get why because it was kind of 
designed for Kate, the storyline, but also, I don't know. It would have been a fun storyline. I kind of wish they found a way around it. Yeah. I'm also kind of bitter, because, like, with with the fact that we had it end with, like, Kate going off to go find Bruce, I'm just like, oh. So I get that you didn't want to leave that plot thread hanging, but also, bye. Yeah. Sick of hearing about Bruce. And the, way, and the way they did that just makes me think that we are never going to get Bruce. Because, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, Kate's just going to search for him forever. And yep. like That's I said, at the end of the season, it was, makes me think that, you know, if Bruce is off somewhere, I think it's because he doesn't want to be found. So. I also, I just appreciate how the Wikipedia plot summary starts. It says, homeless ex-convict Ryan Wilder. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you for that. That's that's super, like, humanizing and lovely. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Important adjectives there. Yeah. It's like we did a really cruddy Mad Lips, but they were like, hmm, what can we do to describe this character? Hmm. I mean, it's really they based off CW's plot summary from the beginning. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these are just really interestingly written. Tommy Elliot wearing Bruce Wayne's face. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's accurate. That's an accurate description. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's still also cursed. <laughs> Kitty, if you bite that water, why are you swear to God? <laughs> Ma'am. She's having a very uh, a very interesting time wandering around my bedroom currently. Oh. And also at the end of this, as Jacob futilely shines the bat signal, Alice tells the mouse's corpse. <laughs> That a warless Sophia is coming with Batwoman not there to stop it. Oh, yeah. On, uh, the swarm of bats to Mouse's corpse thing that's just why an image. <laughs> it was just an image that I don't need in I don't need in my mind. <laughs> that that initial like fight, there are it's not like an amusement park, right? Where yeah. Ryan gets shot with the kryptonite bullet. Yeah. It's like very concerned. Yes, can you agree? <laughs> yeah. She has thoughts on that woman. She oh. does. <laughs> Good girl, Nixana. Good girl. <laughs> okay, but literally, no, like, I, I have so many issues with these episode titles, and I know we said this. <laughs> like, it's okay, okay. do it. Let like, it out. Prior criminal history, I'm just like, oh my god, stop reminding us that Ryan is a criminal. It's so cringe. I hate it so much. And also, bats attacked people in this episode, and it was awful. I hated it so much. It was like a preview of the zombie episode, because bats, like, bit people and infected them. And, like, yeah, this is kind of reminiscent of the zombies. You make a very good point that I didn't think about till right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't think about it either until I was writing this up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot they did that before we did that. And then we had toxic bats and the, um, <laughs> this description that was, for unknown reasons, Alice gives Mary a sample of Mary's own blood. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is she windows Mary a sample of her own blood? <laughs> I have questions. She has her own blood. And that's why they're like, there's no more sample. Like, Mary has more blood. <laughs> I also feel like that wasn't for unknown reasons. It was the stupid cure for everything. Because apparently Mary's blood is a cure-all. Mary's magical. We knew it. Yeah. 
That's that's gonna be her super villain persona. She just cures everything. She just, she just has that antidote in her blood for like the rest of her life. It's never leaving. Yep. Like, is that how antidotes work? I mean, maybe I sound dumb. Right. But... I know. Yes, that's definitely how antidotes work. Yes. Is it? But like, can you pass it on to other people, or is that just like Batwoman no. nonsense? Uh, no, it's okay. definitely. So that's just Batwoman nonsense. <laughs> this is definitely the CW making things up. I mean, I would have thought the antidote thing was them making things up, so that's exciting to know if I ever get poisoned that I'm set for life if I get an antidote. No, <laughs> well, no, I'm pretty sure it doesn't work. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that woman lied to me. I mean, they did. They did. Oh. Also, remember when Julia existed? Because I kind of did. Yeah, she she's in it sometimes when they remember she exists. For Julia? Yeah. Oh god, is she still? Where did she wander off to? Berlin. Isn't it? Right. Yeah. In For some reason, I always think of Brazil, but it's the other B. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like picturing her on a beach. Yes. <laughs> In Brazil. Yes. <laughs> Sticks out a little. It's fine. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll bring her back eventually. We'll be like, who are you again? Oh yeah, Julia. They'll bring her back and like immediately have Alice hold a knife to her throat, probably, because I feel like yeah. that always happens. And another one of the descriptions, it was like Alice stabs Julia non-fatally. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. It <laughs> was the worst description. Accurate, um, but why? Whoever writes for Wikipedia doesn't listen to our podcast. Not at all, and they need to, honestly, clearly. Or we just need to become the Wikipedia editors. I like that plan. Let's do that. Good idea. <laughs> 203 is um Batgirl Magic exclamation point. Oh yes, it's the Zaz episode. That I was so bitter. I'm still bitter. <laughs> I, just, I just thought the listeners would all appreciate my notes as this. Oh my god, it's Victor Zaz. What like, happened to him again? I forgot his. There's so much I forgot about the first part of the season. Like. I remember he had a bazooka. That um, I remember. Like he was. He had a bazooka wild. and like shot Ryan with it, and she like needed herself out the window to not get hit by the bazooka. Yeah. Like what was his fate after the bazooka? I don't remember what even happened to. Uh, she cap that Batwoman captures him. Okay. I think that's all of the information we have. I wish I remembered more than just him like whipping out that bazooka and being like, "This is what I do on Tuesday night." <laughs> that's I kind of all he did though like I, I don't think he died I feel like he died did he I don't know I, <laughs> a mystery we need to solve for the next he episode got captured and also that Batwoman added a black wig to her costume oh yeah he was just sassy he's like you're not the same it's just like yeah no shit <laughs> basically but also the, the plot that Sophia hired him to steal the list of people with the bat poison remedy makes no sense. Yeah, there's no follow-through with that. That makes no sense. Why? Um, according to Victor Zaz's Wikipedia, he's still alive. Okay. Uh, and the quote they have for him says, you should ask yourself if the person you're inflicting pain on actually enjoys pain, at what point do you just give up? And then I'm reminded that Zaz has a weird uh, weird kink. Um. <laughs> this is so much information that I didn't need. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I have to share it. <laughs> It's not your Wait, what he, okay, sorry. He was in. Okay, it says appearances. The one episode he's in, and then they mentioned him in two episodes. And I was like, oh, I don't. Good. I I got confused. I'm like, I only saw that man once on my TV, and I'm okay with that. 
Yeah, we can stay. <laughs> we can keep it like that. This is also the first appearance of the False Face Society in Snakebite, I think. Yeah, yeah they, they mentioned, yeah, Sophia's whole thing was, yeah, False Face is Black Mask is BS. Yeah. Crows investigate a new drug being marketed by the False Face Society. Snakebite. A painting on Cage Savage's cell phone and Jacob having tech guys. And Sophia. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. So by uh, the villain we should have had as the main villain, but instead it was a man. I think the the woman would have been a better villain on the the TV show about women. Nah. Gotta have evil dads to combat Jacob's messed up drug pot. That's how that works too, right? (laughs) That's exactly how that works, yes. You think CW has a greater amount of evil dads or sad dads? Ooh. I feel like I just realized like how many CW daddy issues there must like whoever runs the CW must just have daddy issues. So many. The only like I mean Quentin has his problems, but I feel like the only really solid dad on the CW was Joe West. And he's just like Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who doesn't let me down. I will say another I will throw my hat in the ring for Carson Drew and Nancy Drew. That man is complicated, but oh, he is trying his best. I need to watch that still. Um, please do, because I want more people to watch Nancy Drew. Um, but Carson Drew does his best. I'm sure he does. That is. Oh, and Ace's dad. My only other token Jewish family I have on the not-Jewish show. I'm happy for you, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's us, the not-Jewish show, yes. <laughs> oh, um, the worst titled episode. <laughs> yeah, right. It just... 2-4, hair, skin, blue eyes, when the title got announced and we were like, uh, Nazis? Yep. Uh, People got very uncomfortable. Very <laughs> uncomfortable. And I... What was the point of that title? Right? I forget. I, I know we were like, oh, that's what it means when it first came out, but now I forget what it meant. I, I it was just say, the, the candy lady being crazy. I want to say it was, like, a commentary on how Ryan, like, she didn't uh, get reported as a kidnapping victim because she was not a white child? Yes, that's what I ended up being. We were like, ah, that's smart. Could have gone a different way to do that, but... <laughs> yeah, it was just an odd choice. Like, Ryan had that really good speech talking about it. Yeah. But that did. didn't need to be the episode title. Nope. <laughs> but it did give us Angelique. Yeah, the Ryan and Angelique backstory was so cute. It was. I wish we had a little bit more. A little bit more. Let them be happy. How much of their story had to be sad. Exactly. I don't understand why. (laughs) But we got the candy lady going down like 20 years later. You know, better than ever. Um, Also, the small child, Kevin, that, or I think it's Kevin's brother. Um, <laughs> Ryan rescues oh yeah small child Kevin that Ryan rescues from a gang initiation that included his brother getting that woman's attention by throwing a brick through a window and I'm just like I appreciate that child yes and Jacob gets captured and has to be rescued by Ryan god how many times did that happen this season two like, how did that man ever become a cop or a crow or whatever the heck he is? Uh, it's called white male privilege true <laughs> 
But like, don't you have to do any training? Actually, that's that's a rhetorical question. Got them, so probably not. You probably just sign a waiver, and they're like, perfect. <laughs> You're all good you to go. Your gun and throw you on the street. Yeah. You're gonna throw on the street. Criminals get out of Arkham all the time. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Yeah. So. Two five. The title is Gore on Canvas. I hate that title. Just to just to note, I hate that title. It's a little cringy. Pretty bad. Also, the the Wikipedia entry for this one it starts with Sophia's servant Pike kills a man meeting with Jacob and is then captured by Batwoman. I'm like, I remember none of these things and none of these people. <laughs> I mean, Jacob and Batwoman obviously, but like Sophia's servant Pike and a man that he kills. I remember none of this. Yeah, I don't. I remember the cyanide moment. I didn't know that was his name though. Like, briefly remember that. He was nameless goon to me. Lots of names that I learned in this uh, Wikipedia review. (laughs) We'll get there. So, but yeah. Um, This is the episode with Evan, our good friend. So, that was fun. Um, I'm reading the rest of the wiki, Rachel, and I forgot that we had that messed up. Uh, After sleeping with Ryan, Angelique apologizes when Ryan was caught with her drugs by two crows agents and sent to prison. I know. And then she doesn't change. Yeah. At all. <laughs> Don't you love it when people do that after sleeping with people? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this was great. Uh, by the way, sorry I got you arrested. Bye. Bye. Also, like, I know she tried to turn it around in the end, but I really wish that they had, like, spent more time again on her character. Like, thinking about that, it makes me more disappointed that we didn't get to see her grow that much. It was just like, okay, it's all good now. I'm leaving forever. Bye. Yeah, basically. No happy gays on the CW. No sad gays. I like to describe Wolf Spider as a very agile thief. And then that one was hampered by her kryptonite wounds. She can't stop him. And then the, the real the real winner here, though, in the wiki description is the crows pursue him and unintentionally hit him with their vehicle. Like, I'm pretty sure the entire point of that was that it was not unintentional. Yeah. It's also the painting that he's trying to steal is a Joker call out. Jack Napier. It's got his blood on it. Ooh, edgy. Ooh. You're not seeing the ooh gestures that I'm making. <laughs> So impressed. Good job, angsty man. Um. Did I just say that I hate the Joker? I just, I really hate the Joker. I'm sorry. You're good. You're in the safe space. (laughs) Also, Ocean shows up for the first time this episode, and we Uh So this is the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Um, for some reason, my brain is replaying that scene in, like, the last season of New Girl when uh, Schmidt yells, a white man? No, and I know that's not right, but, like, that's all I'm thinking of when we think of Ocean. That's, that's... Uh, a white man? Typical! They did nothing? Typical! And I'm like, ah, yes, Ocean, he does nothing. <laughs> Typical. I like how we discovered that he's not actually a white man, and yet that's still hard. Yep. He is still an unnecessary man, so you know. Unnecessary man. We did not meet him, in fact. Sophia was right there. She was right there. Yeah. Like they couldn't make her the villain, and they couldn't make her an Alice kiss. I I just why? Why can't we have anything nice? The two things that she was supposed to be was a love interest and the villain, and they weren't able to make her either of those things, and they decided to make a man. 
both of those things instead. Yeah, that's that's yeah. how that works, right? Look at your choices. Look at your life. This is what you're doing wrong, CW. That's why you're doing wrong. Okay, so 206, I have so many problems with this episode. So the doctors are like, hey, we can't figure out how to replicate this antidote. Let's send this dude that's incredibly unhinged after it. That sounds like a great plan. But <laughs> why? You know, reasons. Why? Just reasons. It just, just it makes no sense. No I sense. Like- their reasons are just like it's plot right that that counts right and we're like no no we need better reasons they're like no it says plot right there the sticky note says plot <laughs> is that even a plot oh does that does that even count nope and of course ryan needs the desert rose to survive what a coincidence how convenient yeah and jacob and mary get kidnapped and jacob becomes once again the worst dad to yet another daughter because he's like oh you're a local clinic and i'm the law so i have to show the down <laughs> i am the law just jacob he's the law. <laughs> is, that, is that not what he said <laughs> i think it's pretty much exactly what he said oh no i read the rest of the wiki i forgot about the sad part where sophie like uh, Mas- uh, Mask Rogers, that's supposed to be robbers, uh, then arrive <laughs> and takes the map by threatening to kill Sophie. Sophie over he- later, like Sophie overhears Angelique discovering Ryan's uh, treachery and leaving her. Alice kills a decoy of Ocean and summons Tatiana to retrieve her and the body while actually still working with the real Ocean. Mm. If only she wasn't. Yeah. But I remember, like, Sophie's oh no moment when she heard that. She was like, I messed up. <laughs> Oops. It was like, oh no, this was a budding romance. I destroyed it. <laughs> Just, oh yeah, Sophie made Ryan betray Angelique by tapping her phone to get Ocean. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we were all like, Sophie, no. And she was like, sorry, guys. Sophie, yes. <laughs> Sophie, yes. <laughs> she broke the bottle and said, sorry, guys. Sophie, yes. <laughs> I mean, she had to get her boss happy some way. I'm sure it's very difficult working for Jacob Kane. He seems terrible. Oh, yeah, especially because this is when they started having him getting drugged by Snakebite. Yeah. And he was just the worst. Is it weird that as we, like, go through the season, I feel like maybe because that's what I've seen more recently, like, that was the better half of the season? Somehow, yeah. Very possibly, yeah. Like, it's not because of the snake bite it was better, but I, I feel like when we get into that storyline, it sort of stops being, I don't know, like, so episodically weird and kind of has, like, an overarching plot, kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> they just made a lot of very weird choices in the early half of the season. I yeah. think maybe they felt like they had to establish more plot for, like, the second half because they didn't have the whole, like actual kate thing but yeah yeah i don't know man yeah you can definitely tell looking back on this like how fractured the first half of the season is compared to like the end of it where they actually kind of feel like they're getting their stuff together yeah it's also like in true cw fashion like the first six episodes are either hit or miss and then around episode seven they're stumbling on to whatever their main plot's supposed to be um, and yeah, they, you know, and I, I wish that wasn't 
the same formula that we've watched time and time again with like across the CW board. Like I wish that wasn't their blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> but we can mess up for the first seven episodes. We'll be fine, right? <laughs> you <laughs> well, either you get, get that or you get strong and like consistently strong. It's that, you know? Yep, I do. I do know. <laughs> <laughs> so episode seven. <laughs> Also a great title. It's best you stop digging, which is definitely a threat. <laughs> I, I appreciate that Ryan is actively having hallucinations and still being like, I can still go after Alice. Like, girl. <laughs> Just calm oh. down. Oh, yeah, I forgot they had the running kryptonite poison, which yeah. I feel like was only somehow still established because they still planned on doing that. Superman and Lois and Batwoman crossover instead of Supergirl that's right there. Um, yeah. And then they axed it because of COVID. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Did I see something? Aren't we getting like a new crossover with like the Flash and? Yeah, the Flash yeah. is doing one that sounds. It's shockingly good. The beginning of the season of the Flash. Season eight, I think they're on season eight. I keep track of these things clearly. Um, <laughs> it's it's a five episode thing, but it's in the Flash because they don't want to call it a crossover, I guess. Okay. Uh, and, Alan, and Mia Queen and Brandon Ralph. Hey, Woo. I was I was personally very excited to see Brandon Ralph. Just you know, low key one of my favorite people, but you know. Yeah, so I guess that news came out. We didn't talk about that at the beginning of the episode. Yes. Oops. So that news came out. It flowed with our conversation. We got to it. Perfect. Right. So, <laughs> episode seven. Um, it's where we learn the whole thing about Enigma removing the memories, but she also removes Alice's, like, growing conscience, which is incredibly messed up. Like, how do you even do that? I know I'm asking questions that there are not answers to, but I just I just have so many questions. I feel like they went mad with power, like, after they realized that no one questioned their face storyline. They were just like, we can do anything we want now. <laughs> yeah. That feels, that feels pretty accurate, honestly. <laughs> that feels kind of like what happened. But also in picture and going, that's how this works, right? Like she's starting to fall for this guy, and now that means we can give her different conscious, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, that yes, let's let's do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Then we find out we're going to Coriana. I like your note though. Yeah. I um. I wrote getting bitches for going to Coriana. <laughs> Um, and my entire I, my entire note for episode uh, episode eight survive much worse is based on the Wikipedia summary because it just had so many gems that I needed to uh, to comment on. Do it, do it. Starts with uh, Luke tells Jacob and Sophie to go to Coriana, but Sophia Sophia's people abduct Jacob and Sophie and take them to Coriana anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Way to be completely and totally pointless. <laughs> Ryan 
as Batwoman takes a potentially dread- deadly adrenaline cocktail injection and stows away on a plane before parachuting into Coriana. It's just like, <sighs> these were all good choices, you know? That was a cool scene, though. <laughs> It was a cool scene, but it was just like, you know, there's no way this can go wrong. Absolutely no way. Nothing wrong. And then the next sentence is, she is soon captured. And I'm just like, who could have predicted this? (laughs) Never would have guessed it. And a heavily drugged and hallucinating superhero into an island occupied entirely by private security forces. (laughs) What could possibly happen? Sophia is annoyed at Tatiana and stabs her with the same dagger. <laughs> Just, I, I, I skipped a part in the middle there about Alice stabbing Ocean because he doesn't matter. But I was just like, the, the, the fact that she's like, I'm annoyed at you. I'm going to stab you now. <laughs> Seems like a reasonable reaction, clearly. Even though it's, cl- it's clearly not like a fatal dagger, it was just still like, yeah. That, Maybe don't. <laughs> that that sounds about right. Yeah. It's, it's the token CW dagger of, oh, we don't need this character. Let's just keep him knocked out for a bit. Perfect. Yeah. And so then it <laughs> Julia reappears and saves Luke and Mary from the assassin Dire Flail. What the, that's the name? That's, that's the assassin's name? Okay. Dire Flail? I feel like the... <laughs> A weird combination of names. It's not a name. <laughs> I need to know if this is like actually the character's name, or if that's like a typo or something. No, nope, that's the I name. So many issues with the CW's naming choices. I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> I'm also so used to it just being like assassin number one, assassin number two. Now it's like, oh no, we're getting names. <laughs> you really didn't actually need to name this character, believe it or not. Yeah, it's fine. They're a torchbearer. They serve no purpose. <laughs> and also, the can't blood. get over a dire flail. Like, I know. <laughs> it reminds me of that guardian scene where it's like razor face or something. Like, <laughs> did you think that was a good name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go um, on. It's just the last, the last sentences. A disfigured person wearing Kate's necklace is seen somewhere in the sewer. Because <laughs> that's just. <laughs> Such a teaser, man. Just... But also, like, that necklace is still the one thing they must hold on to to be like, this is the way people will know it's Kate. It's the necklace. They're going to know. How are they going to know if they're going to know? Like, it's that. Even though, didn't they literally just show us a scene with Sophia having, like, a million of the necklaces? Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Logic, CW. Logic. So, episode nine, um, it's called Rule Number One, and uh, my first comment is, okay, but what's Rule Number One? Because I don't remember. <laughs> See if we could find oh, it. Oh, it's the, it's the, it opened up with the sad um, funeral for Kate, but Black Mask has Kate captive. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then it jumps a month for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, Okay. You skipped some of the dramatic mourning period we could have for Jacob to be a true sad dad instead of a drug addict. I feel like they they actually acknowledge that we have enough sad dad for yeah a while. This is true. <laughs> sad dad. We need it. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, this is the episode with Sophie's younger sister Jordan. She was very cool. I hope she comes back. Super chill. I like her a lot. Um, and that is pretty much the whole episode. Um, oh. It was that weird one when they were like, we're having them fight the GCPD because we want to be on point and talk about racist stuff. And we were like, oh, thanks, CW. It's your token race episode. Yeah. I think they had a couple more of those. They were just like, let's throw some more token race episodes in there. Yeah, they had like at least at least three this season. I mean, I'm glad they tried to address some of the issues in those, but we've had this conversation. I yeah, feel like sometimes it would be nice if it wasn't so, like, cringy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They should hey. really have more diversity in that writer's room and behind yeah. the scenes, I feel like. <laughs> it would oh. just, I think it would feel a lot less performative if the writer's room were more diverse. Yeah. Kind of just feels like them being like, look, we're talking about racism. Yay. I'm also reading the wiki, and the last line is Alice imagines talking to a young Kate and seeing uh, and seeing her, oh wait, what? Seeing her dead catalog, Julia notices a strange memory memory gasp because Julia's been having memory issues because Enigma, you know, drugged her. Uh, and Black Mask reveals to a woman that Kate uh, Kate lost her face in the crash. The woman, Enigma, vows that she'll forget being Kate Kane. And it was like, bye, see you in three weeks. We were like, what? That's such a weird way to end things. And also, I, I ended these episode notes with, oh yeah, and Black Mask is a whore, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that, and I was trying to remember. But I, <laughs> I don't think there was a reason. I just think I ne- felt like I needed to put that there. So. It's very valid. It is. Well, yeah, we had 18 episodes of those. That's the first nine. Um, yeah, like, like one of you said, I feel like <laughs> the last nine were more on point. <laughs> A lot happened, but did it? Did it really? It was kind of all over the place and not very well done. Like it did, it did do in a way what it needed to do. It, it, it introduced us, Ryan. It gave us a vague plot for everybody else. Yeah, like, I, vague is the keyword. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, when I was watching it, it didn't feel as messy and chaotic as it is. Like looking at it after you pull away and you're like reading episode descriptions and you're like, oh, this does not connect at all. <laughs> Agreed. I, th- I think it felt more, I guess, like enticing when we were watching it. But looking yeah. back, it's just like, eh, this was kind of a mess. And it's very clear that you didn't know what you were doing. I mean, it also helps that the stars on the show, I feel like, carry it so much. Like, even when the plot and writing is like, what is happening? Yeah, pretty much. They're all so good. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to our awesome actors who do great, even when the plot is not great. <laughs> Talking about it, though, does make me slightly excited for season three, even though I'm scared, only because, like, Brid- Bridget, right, is playing? Not Bridget. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, it's Bridget. Uh, one of my managers at work is also named Bridget, so my brain's like, what? That's not right. <laughs> She's um, not um, That's not, that's not Poison Ivy. <laughs> An entirely different person with the same name. Um, Confirmed. But, like, 
I'm excited for her. She's really cool. We have Alice in Arkham. I'm like, don't know where that's going to go. And they have some cool new people to play, like, the rest of the Ryan drama that we really don't want. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it could be really cool. Because, like, season, isn't it, like, in true CW fashion, season 3B? Season 3B. Season 3 is for some reason when when they get their stuff together. Um, Sometimes. I feel like season two also, but that woman is like weird because yeah, a big yeah. character change. So like this is technically Javisha's season two. Yeah, yeah. I so yeah, I am kind of hopeful. Like I agree with that. Maybe now that they're getting their stuff together, it'll yeah. flow a little bit better. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like they kind of, you know, they kind of wrap things in a way that's like, we can just, you know, carry on Ryan's storyline from here and it'll be more, I guess, like genuine, not feel forced. So. I would really be happy. Like, I don't know if they're going to do this, but if they kind of got a little bit more away from like the villain of the week thing too, honestly. Yeah. Please. Please. Like, I'm happy to just have multiple storylines that we follow each week and have twists and stuff, you know? Yeah. I would like that. That would be good. I think if they bring in, you know, some of the quote-unquote bigger Batman villains that were recognizable by trophies, then hopefully they'll stick them around for longer. Yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> so. Um, fingers crossed we don't get Penguin. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think we're... So, the next casting announcement. Yeah, I was gonna say Mimi just confirmed DC fandom will announce Penguin. Very right, honestly, they're going to. They're gonna be like, I'm sorry. Next week they'll be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> honestly, like, yeah, probably. We have a connection that I didn't know I had. It's called I predict things. They go, you're right. But only things that we're not sure are. about. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think. Those are probably all the thoughts we have for today. Do you guys have any other thoughts? Nope. I just really appreciate that we left it on Black Mask is a Whore. <laughs> Good place to pick up next week. Yes. Yes. That's just the best description. He is a, he's a whore. He's an attention whore, among other things. <laughs> okay. Mimi, where can we find you on the socials? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at morganstein17. Thank you. Where are you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Peaks and Pages and Instagram at Charmanda. And I am on Twitter at Rachel Eiley and I'm on Tumblr at Canary at Law. Um, and yeah, the show also has social media blogs that I am now pulling up. So all the plugs. Yeah. Uh, recently, my TikTok has just been me showing off my little book corner and Josie not being amused at all. Oh. <laughs> okay. I think well, I saw one of those. <laughs> yes. You can follow Batman Podcast on Facebook and Twitter at Batman Podcast. Incredible, I know. <laughs> Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Give us a rating and review with five stars. It'd be super awesome. Um, and you can follow the entire DC TV podcast network featuring up podcasts for The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Titans, Doom Patrol, Batwoman, Stargirl, Superman, and Lois, Green Lantern, Sandra Adventures, as well as DC TV After Dark at DCTVPodcast.com. 
Follow the network on social media at DCTV Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And last but not least, subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. We also have a public store with all sorts of cool DCTV slash Arrowverse merchandise. So click on the link in the show notes. You buy something, you help support the podcast network. Links will be in the show notes. And yeah, Woo. we'll uh, talk to you guys soon with part two of our season two retrospective. Bye. Bye. Kitty says bye too. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye.